It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Locked On Kings. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got another good one for you today. I'm a radio host at Sports 1140 KHTK, your radio home of the Sacramento Kings flagship station. I'm also a radio host there and uh, work on every Kings broadcast with the crew. Uh, Got a good one for you. A lot of playoffs going on. And some Summer League news that happened uh, over the last couple days. That There's going to be some Summer League coming to Sacramento, which I think can be huge for the Kings and the city. So we got all that coming up next here on Locked On Kings on the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Sacramento Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? Welcome into Locked On Kings. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Got a lot to get to today as we went through some of the coaching hirings and firings last night. Uh, We ended talking about Dwayne Casey, and it's been confirmed that the Raptors lost. They got swept. Uh, There's rumors about Dwayne Casey getting fired. I don't think it will happen, but we will see. Uh, You never really know in this league. I don't think that's the move that they should make, but... It's not up to me. It's not up to me. (laughs) Uh, We have some more playoffs going on. The Houston Rockets beat the uh, Utah Jazz to make it to the Western Conference Finals. So we have one team set, and the Warriors are taking on the Pelicans tonight uh, to see uh, who will be facing the Rockets. So we will see. A lot of things to still be decided. I'm excited about all of it. I love it. Playoffs are the best. Uh, one thing I wanted to get to with the Sacramento Kings is they are getting their own summer league here in SAC. And it's pretty incredible. I can't lie. Uh, they are having an expanding summer league, especially with Orlando uh, becoming uh, no more Orlando summer league. Uh, Sacramento said, we'll pick up the slack. And they're getting the Warriors, the Lakers, the uh, 
Warriors, Lakers, I think Clippers, and then the Heat as well. Um, you know, I'm probably wrong on that. I think the Clippers actually aren't in it. Uh, I think it's the Heat and then maybe the Jazz. I'm not even sure, but four teams. And that's just right now uh, four teams. They're going to look to uh, expand a little bit, um, being, bring in more teams if possible. But not only is this big for Sacramento just because they're going to have Summer League and it'll be something for us to go to and enjoy, which is going to be awesome because, you know, Vegas is a little too far for some of us, man. Uh, I watch on NBA TV. I love the Summer League, but uh, getting out there is tough. And I will definitely be at G1C watching some Summer League ball, uh, especially because, uh, to me, the Sacramento Kings are the headliner of Summer League. I think they're the most interesting team uh, in Summer League because they're going to be De'Aaron Fox, Harry Giles. Uh, I doubt we'll see Bogey or Buddy or Willie. Um, I would want to see Scal in there to maybe build some confidence, go in there and dominate, man. Give me a couple games. And that's the thing. I think De'Aaron and Scal will get a couple games. I don't think they'll play the entire Summer League, um, but I would love to see him get some run. And, I mean, it, everyone remembers Jack Cooley's performance last year in Vegas. You you can find players in the Summer League. Um, so it'll it'll be interesting, and I think it's great for Sacramento because it's it's uh, an event, obviously. Great for Sacramento NBA fans as well. And the good thing is it's, it's you know, California teams, L.A. travels, Golden State Warriors fan travel, uh, Sacramento Kings fans, we all know travel, uh, but they're not going to have to travel very far because it'll be at home. So I'm I'm really interested. I think the atmosphere should be great. Uh, that's something Orlando completely lacked. They, they were playing in you know, uh, like teams facilities where there's no bleachers, no seats for anyone. Um, who knows if they would have been able to draw anyone there, anyways. But at the very least, here in SAC, we know people will show up. We know people will come up from the Bay. I'm sure people will come from L.A. Um, Miami might be a little tougher. <laughs> but shout out Miami for, for stepping up and coming uh, coming to play some hoops in the summer because that's a that's a far <laughs> some far travel for some summer league. But I think the Clippers uh, the Clippers couldn't make it happen, so Miami stepped in. So I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm interested, and not only is it a big deal for summer league hoops and the fans of of summer league, yada yada yada. It's a big deal for Sacramento because it's a somewhat of a test run for the All Star Game that they would love to get, and you know they're they're probably still a ways a while a couple years away from getting an All Star bid, um, but this is the beginning of something. You know, if this goes from four to eight teams to ten teams to whatever to where it becomes more and more of an event and they prove that they can handle an event like this, then I think the Sacramento Kings will have a better shot at getting an all-star game. And it's, you know, Summer League's fun, man. I just, I like it. And if they can pick up the slack from from Orlando and turn it into like a second event like Vegas has, you know, it probably won't reach the same level as Vegas because let's be honest, it's it's Vegas. Uh, but if they can turn it into a, a an event like uh, another summer league event like they have in Vegas or Utah does well as, uh, also, if they can turn it into that kind of an event, that's going to be great for Sacramento and, and for the Kings and their fans and just NBA fans that live in Sacramento or live in the Bay or live close proximity. So I think it's great. It was, the news was broken by Ben Dossett uh, with The Athletic. 
Uh, we had an interview with him when I was filling in with uh, Doug Christie on the Grant Napier show. But sadly, we are moving studios and uh, the archives aren't up. So I was going to play that for you. Sorry, guys. Should have tuned in. Uh, but it was good stuff and exciting stuff for Sacramento. Uh, this is Locked on Kings. We're going to come back, talk some more playoff hoops, see how some of these uh, these losses for uh, some of these playoff teams that are now being eliminated, how they could affect the Kings moving forward, maybe some free agent options uh, now that these other team seasons are officially over. Uh, so we're going to take a look at all that coming up next here on Locked on Kings on the Locked on Podcast Network. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Welcome back to Locked on Kings. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Uh, As I mentioned, the Utah Jazz just moments ago were eliminated from the playoffs as they lost to the Houston Rockets. Uh, I don't have the final score here, but it was 4-1. to It was in five games that they could not beat the Rockets. Uh, Rockets are moving on to the Western Conference Finals. I believe for the second time in the last four years, they lost to the uh, Golden State Warriors in 2015. And uh, first time ever for Chris Paul, which, you know, you don't want that to be celebrated in the sense of, you know, celebrating getting to the Western Conference Finals and we're happy with that. But good for him. It's something that people have held against him as a player. And uh, I, I don't know, somewhat rightfully so. I mean, but also a little too strongly. He's a great player, and regardless of whether he ever made it to a Western Conference Finals, doesn't take away from how good of a player he is. Um, the Utah Jazz, man, caught lightning in a bottle. Donovan Mitchell is legit. Uh, I don't want to overreact to one year, but I have no reason to think he won't continue to play this way and not, and you know, also get better. Uh, he scored 22 points in the third quarter, kept the Jazz in this game. Um, they had the lead, I believe, going into the fourth, and then he. Bumped his knee. No official word yet on on if it's anything serious or not, but he came out of the game and did not play uh, again, and that pretty much buried the Jazz. That was the the uh, the end of their season uh, once once uh, Donovan Mitchell came out. So that was a tough loss for them. They got a lot of heart. They played hard. Um, they have most of their players coming back next year, which is great for them. It definitely is, but. Do you, and this is something we talked about on uh, on uh, the Grant Napier show with Doug Christie when I was filling in, uh, was, you know, the Portland Trailblazers put themselves in a bad position when they won, uh, they got to the playoffs, you know, three years ago or something with, with a team that no one expected to get to the playoffs after everyone left, after Batum and Robin Lopez and LaMarcus Aldridge left and, uh, and Wesley Matthews left after... Four of their five starters all left. They make the playoffs, and the Portland Trailblazers overreacted and gave out a bunch of bad contracts to players who should not have gotten those contracts. I'm talking Myers Leonard, uh, Alan Crabb. 
I don't mind re-signing him. You didn't have to give him $72 million. Evan Turner, they gave $72 million to. That is out of control. That's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Mo Harkless, they gave you know $40 million to, which that's the only one that's kind of worked out. Um, you know, you, you can live with that, but it's still not great. And so for the Jazz, I think the smart thing for them is don't overreact. Don't overreact to what a good year you had, and don't overreact in going out and taking a huge swing. Uh, we had on a, a uh, Jazz beat reporter the other day, and he said, yes, they should make a move, but the thing is when they should make the move, and he doesn't think it's this offseason. They should take their swing next offseason, um, which I, I just love that that thought process because then you're, you, you can't just make a move to make a move. You can't just re-sign everyone because you had one good year. Uh, luckily, they don't have a ton of free agents, but Derek Favors is a free agent. Dante Exum is a restricted free agent. Raul Neto is a free agent. Uh, Georges Niang and Eric McCree are both re- restricted free agents. So Favors, unrestricted, I, you know, I like him. He's been a part of their team and their success. Uh, I We'll just have to see what the market is because this year is going to be a little weird for uh, free agency. There's not a lot of money out there to spend. There's not a lot of money to spend, and the Kings do have some. Um, and Derek Favors is a guy who might fit what Dave Yeager likes. We know Dave Yeager likes his bigs, and Favors is a guy who can play the four and the five. Uh, he was a big part of what the Jazz do. Um, if there aren't substantial offers out there, I could see him playing for uh, the Jazz on a one-year deal. And maybe that is the route that they go. But uh, I wouldn't love it if the Kings got him just because that means they would really be committing to the the kind of slow-it-down Jaeger ball, which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, but you can do a lot worse than Derek Favors as well, so... That's one thing. Dante Exum, restricted free agent. He, I'd be interested in him because he's a great defensive player. Uh, Had a solid year for him. You know, averaged eight points. Picked his game up a little bit. But the the last thing the Kings need is another point guard. So, not really going to happen. I do believe that Raul Neto, I mean, he's a fine piece. Um, I could see him back with Utah. I don't think that's someone that the Kings need to be chasing, to be honest. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's it's going to be a weird offseason. A lot of this stuff is going to depend on what uh, depend on what offers are out there for, for players. And it's not going to be a robust uh, free agent market for a lot of guys. So it'll be interesting. Like Derek Favors, if he got paid, I wouldn't be surprised. If he's back with Utah on a one-year deal, I wouldn't be surprised either. And again, I'd rather the Kings not go this route, but if they do, Derek Favors would be an option. He'd definitely be an option. So that's the Utah rundown, how it works with the Kings. Uh, And also, you know, before we move on, I definitely want to give a shout-out to Quinn Snyder. Um, That's what the Kings need to find is their coach. And maybe it's Jaeger, maybe it's not. But they need to find their guy who comes in and can build a culture and, you know, coach coach his team to be great <laughs> and a lot easier said than done. But uh, Quinn Snyder, great job. 
and great job by the front office for the to rebuild the way they did or reload. This is, you know, you hear the the cliches. We were not rebuilding, we're reloading. That's what they actually did. They went and got Donovan Mitchell. They got a lot of nice role players. The move for Jay Crowder in the middle of the season worked out really well. So good for them. Tough loss, tough end to the year. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they're back here next year. Uh, this is Locked On Kings on the Locked On Podcast Network. Going to wrap this thing up when we come back right after this. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner. And Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Kings. I'm your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Just finishing this thing off right now. As I mentioned with the Kings there, Summer League is the new big news for Sacramento and for the Summer League overall and the NBA. It's going to be July 6th through the 17th. Uh, excuse me, that's actually in, uh, that's the Las Vegas Summer League. Excuse me. So they're still working out dates for uh, for Sacramento Summer League. But as I said, I think it's a big deal. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and it's going to be great to watch the Kings at home, um, and it's going to be great to watch these other teams too because, I mean, and not only I mentioned the Kings' young young players, they're going to have a top six, seven draft pick also that's going to be playing. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm interested. I'm excited. Uh, as I mentioned, Jazz have been knocked out. Warriors are about to tip off against the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Um I don't know how anyone else feels, but I do believe that the Warriors will get this win and we will have uh, Warriors uh, Rockets official for uh, the Western Conference Finals and have some more on that in the coming days. Uh, you know, this is the this is the the dog days, man, when everything is uh, up in the air. Everything's up in the air. A lot of optimism. And I'm excited for all of it. So come on back tomorrow. We'll have another one for you. This has been Locked On Kings on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Charles T. Hamilton. Thank you so much for joining me. Hopefully you will join me again tomorrow because I will be here. Thanks for listening. You are Locked On Kings, your daily Sacramento Kings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Members. 
You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.